Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they cause joy or fear from second best to conventioneers, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He's like pizza, and I want another slice. It's my co-host, Evan. It's only him and me. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? it? It's my, my co-host, <laughs> Oh fuck! Wait, you took the wrong. You did the wrong oh, line wait. again. So wait, I was supposed to do this. Oh shoot! You don't messed know. them both up again. <laughs> fucked up, bro. When you're in flight, sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you just you just kind of have to roll with it. Less oxygen up there. You know what I mean? Like your brain is just not working like it should. Right. 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 In it. In it. In it. What culture? What is in it like? In it is in British, it. isn't it? In it. In yeah, it. I in guess it. it is. In it. Yeah. In it. <laughs> It's, it's just very Do your strange. British accent. Do my British accent. <laughs> I have a Cockney accent there, don't I, Gov? <laughs> in it. <laughs> in it. Right. What's the best accent you can do? What's the, your flawless accent? Uh, Midwestern American. No. That's pretty good. I can do a... What's the, I, we are I've lack of accents. I've lost all my accents. Like, I, I used to be able to do pretty good British and French and, like, Australian, but, like, for some reason, they're, like, that part of my brain is shutting down. Uh. I think I'm dying. <laughs> actively shutting down <laughs> at the moment um there's the one i the one i can do is like no all right here we go a hobbit a hobbit accent like, oh well, i didn't know about that oh i see they are kind of minnesotan aren't they yeah, here we go no it's like a lower caste british like the like the out in the like the hagrid hagrid has the, that accent oh do hagrid oh harry i, I can't do it now <laughs> i can't do it on command <laughs> what else would you need to do an accent <laughs> Harry, why don't, why don't you just reach around and finish me off then? <laughs> here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, wow, no, that sounds 100% Fargo to me, what you're doing right now. Oh. Yes. I'm going to regret what I've done. <laughs> That's a great line. Um, at, this is after he pulls off Hagrid, yeah. <laughs> tugs him off. Um, Interesting. What What's my best accent? I don't think you have one. Uh, I think it's uh, yes. Mr. Salt from uh, Blue's Clues. Hello. Uh, yes. I don't know. I like I like doing a French. I like doing it. I like. <laughs> oh, I just like doing Australia. It's what I like to do beast. That's how they talk. It is how they talk. <laughs> it's got a very deep accent. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I love to do... The Gungan accent? Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> you can't say any words, otherwise it's racist. <laughs> I love to do a Babu Frick. Oh, yeah. Babu! <laughs> it's like a fucking Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah. Only say Doesn't he just say his name? I think so. I think they have a language, because they show up in, like, The Mandalorian, and like... Blah, 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 like, yeah, they yeah, do yeah. That, like, a little gibbery stuff. Yeah, yeah, little gibbers. I always call I call all the little guys Babu Fricks. We're not going to talk about Star Wars at the beginning yeah, of something. I know, we're not. And I always call the, the winged guys salacious crumbs. Because I don't know what the fuck their species is, but they sure are salacious crumbs. They aren't sure they? are salacious crumbs. I love that name. Salacious what crumb? A salacious crumb. crumb. <laughs> like the sexiest little cookie piece I ever saw. <laughs> oh, a weird little freak. I love them. Well, uh, what if uh, what if your name were Sexy Cookie? <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'm trying to think. Give me a second to see how my life would be different. Ooh, Sexy we did, cookie. We did. I feel like I'd have a lot of issues. Really? Yeah, I feel like I'd have like sexy cookie. Imagine like growing up with that in school. Yeah. Because like you'd have to have a nickname. You would have to be like people call you X or like triple X. 
People Xander call you Cage. Vin. They call me the return of Xander Cage. They'd call you Ice Cube. They call me vehicle identification number is my full that. name, but I go by Vin. <laughs> vehicle identification number Diesel. Yeah. That's very good. That's very good. Um, do you what? What's your what's the stripper name formula? Do you know it? Isn't it like your street you grew up on? Your favorite. This is gonna be our. Here we go. We're just fucking circling. <laughs> that we're like bare naked ladies. We're just circling the drain for this entire album. Uh, Ev, you and I went to a wedding last night. Yeah, it was a great what, one. What a joy that was. It was an amazing space too. Like those. Uh, I want to get like all my windows replaced with beautiful stained glass windows. And that would be a bummer. House. You can't see out of stained glass. I don't want to see the outside. I want to live in eternal. You live in. A f- I know. I I love the outside. In a hellscape is what I was going to say. Well, I live in a beautiful place. No, your place sucks. Your place is shit. Somebody came over to my house the other day. They were like, this is like a really, uh, like a real home. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. I guess it is. I did do it, didn't I? I am an adult. You made a house. It makes, it feels nice. It feels good. It's like back in the day, you could buy like a kit, a house kit, and you'd like put it together. Like in what? the 30s or something, they would sell like the prefab house kits, and you just like the man of the house would buy it and then slowly build a house over the course of like a year. What the fuck? Like slot A into B? Yeah, yeah it's like an Ikea house. Wow. I mean, they still do that, but like professionals assemble them, not just like a regular. But also, you know, like most people nowadays don't have like the technical skills that our ancestors did but what well, it doesn't give a fuck our ancestors couldn't like they had to manually balance a checkbook and they yeah they they don't know the difference between like a google search bar and an actual like web you know those are my ancestors yeah like, no no, no, I feel no like mom it. type it into like the actual like above the google search bar i'm typing www dot <laughs> nope don't not there up up above brother both old and young because my seventh graders do that all the time they will type web addresses into google and then just click on whatever the first link is regardless of it's it's because fucking i mean the boomers don't know because whatever yeah they, they, they never had it yeah but these guys don't know because all they've ever had are phones and with phones there is just one way to do things point and grunt yeah yeah point and grunt like they don't i've mentioned this before i'm sure but they don't know how to save a file into a folder because on an iphone you just save a file it's hard it's they, every every iteration of like the the um what's the word i'm looking for microsoft architecture architecture makes it harder to like get into the actual file structure there's always just file explorers at the bottom of your screen i know but like it's harder to find like it's harder to get into the explorer part of it interesting at least as far as i've found like interesting microsoft is like purposely like obfuscating it to make it you know i guess better for the user to not know where everything is on their computer i guess yeah dip into Uh did you ever like delete some of your like system tree files as a kid okay they were like, I mean, it was like a meme. That's Just exactly what it was. Type in .sys. Yeah, yep. it was. Yeah. Also, like, I always remember being in AOL chat rooms and people being like, "Holy shit! Do you know what happens if you press Alt F4? It's the coolest shit." And then like seven people would leave the chat room at once because <laughs> Alt F4 closes your current window. Ah. So yeah, it was a fun. Somebody just—I thought it was a fucking like delete your system file, mm-hmm. but on on every Windows computer. If you simultaneously hit, God, I'm going to fuck this up. Shift, Control, Windows, Alt, L. Oh, fuck. Maybe. Yes, there it is. It brings you to LinkedIn. Try it right now. Shift, Control, Windows, Alt, L. Brings you to LinkedIn. Shift, Control, Windows, Alt, L. You don't have to be in Google Chrome. You could just be on the desktop and press Shift, Control, Windows, Alt, L, and it brings you to LinkedIn. 
Is it that insane? Somebody either paid some money for that to happen or somebody really likes LinkedIn, like one of the one of the coders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it's some long forgotten relic that they haven't removed and like so it was a test code or something and they were like, Oh fuck, nobody will ever find this shit. Do you think they have one for every website? Yeah. (laughs) What do you think brings us to the uh, it's all but automatical ladies podcast uh, iTunes page? It's a alt control windows space (laughs) I A B D all at once. Okay. Alt control windows space i a b d and there we are that brought me to stormfront (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck ev how do you know that shortcut one of my the guy who taught me to bare knuckle box uh Uh was you know not a nazi but he like was peripheral to nazis i mean he didn't like them Um, okay but um he he would say yeah I, I troll Stormfront to like make sure that the people I'm teaching aren't like fucking white you know white supremacists so he got like flagged because he was on Stormfront looking for people's posts oh, to see right. if they were and he, he did find a couple Nazis and kicked them out but like he said also I found the best fucking chili recipe I've ever found in my life on Stormfront <laughs> incredible <laughs> so, oh, that like, rules that's not all bad I guess yeah, <laughs> there's a chili yeah, recipe good people on both sides <laughs> good chili on both sides yeah um interesting did he, did you try it. It was really fucking good. Did it turn you racist? No, I don't think. I hope not. <laughs> but uh, no, I, it was not as good as my chili. My chili's better. I always think I have really good chili, but I'm afraid to enter it in any sort of contest. Do you do the, um, like, what? How do, what's the meat? Is it ground beef or uh, hunks? My friend, I use ground beef, ground turkey, and bacon. Oh, interesting. It's three meat, five bean. Why don't we do a chili off? You don't want to enter in a contest? You make your chili. I'll make my chili. We'll get everybody to do a chili, chili, chili party in the, in the fall. That sounds That's fun. fun. That's yeah, fun. and the thing is, like, it's all friends. We're just we're just yeah. having a good time. Nobody's gonna hurt each other. Nobody's, Nobody's gonna, gonna yell at me yeah. for my chili. That's what they do. <laughs> they do sometimes. They, they do. get really, get really mad. Those chili, those chili hogs, as they um, call themselves. Oh, hogs. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's have a chili party, and let's invite IABD listeners. You're all invited, invited to Evan's house yep. for the chili party. Yep. Just email the podcast, and I will take res- a respond with my address. Sure, full address, full address, uh, social security number, date of birth, mother's maiden name. Mother's We're maiden just name. circling the drain, yep. circling the drain. All right, I think it's about time that we talk about this week's song. Listen, there's only so many things you can talk about. <laughs> this week's song is called "One Night," and if you've never heard it before, listeners, here's a brief sample. With you is like another hour in the sun. I burn a little, learn a little. No, I want to stay, but I should run. No, don't. Oh, it's a one night, night. one <laughs> night. Oh, it's a one night. If the album is gymnastics, one night is the floor routine. If the album is a meal, one night is an extra order of fries for the table. I love that Ty just confirms everything. We <laughs> Every time he opens his fucking, like, the other, I, I feel bad for, like, like Ty's just a greasy fucking hedgehog who loves to eat garbage fries. Like, I kind of feel bad that we've, like, characterized him as that. But literally every time he talks, it is, it is. The stereotypes are based on reality yeah. sometimes. I mean, that's why they exist. Um, the only other thing I got, those are all from the track by track. That, number one, what the fuck does that mean? What, what does any of that mean? I think they're just fucking riffing. They're just being silly. But there has to, they had to have come. I mean, from, an extra order of fries for the table is a good thing, right? That's fun. But I don't, so, I don't understand the floor routine reference. Yeah, because the, is that is the floor routine any more interesting or less interesting than any other routines? 
I don't Because they're like flipping around. Like yeah. they're doing flips and like they're moving. I don't know. Like I see I gymnastics know. once every 10 years. Yeah. When I catch it on the Olympics. Yeah. Um, I think the is the floor routine like the workhorse? The floor routine is where is they're like, like they start at one end of the floor and they bounce their I'm way just, across. I'm just wondering metaphorically. What I is it? I don't think Ed knows. Okay. Extra order of fries for the table would make sense if this were like the last track on the album. It'd be like one more good thing to like leave you off on. Like, oh, you know what? We'll have one more. We'll have an extra order of fries for the table, right? But like, this is track two. What the fuck are you doing ordering extra fries before your meal's even here? That's not a bad. That's not a bad plan. It's not a bad plan. Fill up on fries, then you don't order a meal. Yeah, <laughs> like seven orders of fries for the table. Why isn't there a restaurant that does fries the same way that places do bread? I don't know. Million million dollar, dollar idea. <laughs> we always have them. Can't get rid of them. Can't get enough of them. There was a a restaurant uh, I just heard that like it's kind of blowing up a little bit. It got viral that they they started what they called a girl meal, and it's just all sides. Oh, that's good. And my partner was like, hmm, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, on one <laughs> hand, that's kind of sexist and shitty. But on the other hand, that's great. I just want a plate of sides. I mean, yeah, totally makes sense. Um, what restaurant is it? Is I it around know. here? I don't know. Not oh, here. Okay. Yeah, I don't Never know. mind. I think so. Yeah, yeah, you can cool. ask C next time you see him. I will. I can't wait. I'm going to put it in my little C diary. Please do. Um, Another Kevin Griffin song. This is Ed and Kev. Say yeah. it. Say it. And Lois. <laughs> Remember that time we wrote a song in an afternoon? Uh, yeah, this was written in one afternoon. Are you surprised? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Again, just as, as easy breezy as you can be as far as a song is concerned, as far as lyrics are concerned, there's nothing going on this here. This album and the song were dropped, I oh know, sorry, the album was dropped 25 years to the day since one week, or maybe it was just the song's video was dropped. No, I think you're right. I think, because I remember the, that one week's anniversary was just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Which probably was the same day this was released. Yeah. Do you want to hear what Ed's favorite lines are in one week? Uh, yes. I summon fish to the dish, although I like chalet Swiss. I like sushi because it's never touched a frying pan. Favorite lines. That's it? That's Did it. he explain why? He, he's like, it's weird because chalet Swiss is apparently like a chicken restaurant. <laughs> like that's how that was like his uh his explanation made no sense to me because i'm not canadian i don't know but he also said he liked uh like kurosawa I, I make mad films okay i don't make films which is actually a really good line okay okay that's a good one yeah he also said they're like have you ever like had trouble like spitting the, and you're getting older like have you ever had trouble like spitting the rap out on one week he's like i've never had trouble with the rap ever like, <laughs> what is strange fucking and he said like uh um the problems i have are like the like the ballad songs because he's like he has like time in between lines and his mind starts to wander and he forgets the next line. Wow. I can't believe you're on stage and your mind is wandering. Can't believe you're not mm-hmm. locked. I guess if you do it as much as they but do. But yeah, he and uh, Jim said, we write the songs we want to sing. We're not striving for chart success or record sales. We're just doing the best we can. Jesus. Which is it makes fair. it sound like he's like struggling. We're just doing what we can, man. <laughs> We're just doing the best we can. We're just two dudes just fucking figuring it out. Hey, quit, bud. Quit doing this. No, I think they love it. I think they genuinely like like performing. Yeah, I agree. You know, a lot of people, and again, I haven't listened to this whole album yet, um, but some people in our Discord were kind of noting that this album kind of feels, and I, I doubt it is, uh, but this album kind of feels like a uh, a sort of goodbye album, right? Like, uh, hmm. uh, you know, um, oh, fuck, let me fucking find it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> making dad noises as you search your iPhone. <laughs> All right, I can't, I can't fucking find it. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were saying that you know it, 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 it very much feels like uh, you know we we can't do this forever and we're not going to do this forever and you know that sort of thing. Um, so I don't know. I mean, do you it, think this is a goodbye? No, no, of course not. I don't think so. I think they're they're still. I think they're they're going to keep doing it until either the fans go away or several of them die yeah yeah that makes sense i think it's gonna be like a like a temptations or a um platter situation where they replace members and members and members until there's like they have to wheel fucking probably jim out on stage yeah and like a fucking colostomy bag well, somebody described i can't remember if this is on the subreddit or on this but somebody described this iteration of bare naked ladies as like mike loves bare naked ladies right do you do you understand that reference no it's like after the beach boys broke up uh, mike love did mike loves the beach boys and uh-huh. it was like just like random musicians and just like a shitty version of the beach boys which is just like using the name but none of the Uh yeah so i don't know and i think a lot of people kind of yelled at him for that uh but (laughs) i kind of get it um i don't know i i i I do feel like this is sort of the same thing Um, back in stadiums i mean they seem to enjoy writing music the same day that this album was released the trans canada highwaymen apparently announced a uh a tour trouble in um, paradise Here yeah so again that's uh that's steve uh but it's also chris murphy of sloan moberg of pursuit of happiness chris northy of the odds so they are uh they're doing a tour right now which is very cool cool yeah um Better good news. That was that was the better good news. Sorry, I forgot to mention it. Yeah, asshole. Um, <laughs> well, I get to do one thing. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your beep deeps. Um, all right, uh, let's. So this was written by Ed and Kev Griffin. Yes, this is a Kev song. Mm-hmm. Does it surprise you? No. I feel like Kev is not good at writing songs. He just writes the least specific song possible. He just writes what he sees. He just writes what he sees. I mean, talking about lack of specificity, I kind of just want to. I, I get to do one thing. I kind of wanted to talk about Saker's YouTube comment of the week. Saker's you 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 top top comment of the week. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you a tube or a topper? Like we've not even gotten into this song yet, but let me read a really fucking long YouTube comment. Okay. This is from uh, Procrastination08 on YouTube three weeks ago. Hi, Procrastination08. <laughs> Musically, this song sounds a bit like Pinch Me, but you know what the difference is? Specificity. They are both pop songs, but Pinch Me evokes a certain surreal suburban ennui that's actually really interesting when you think about the lyrics. Blah, 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 blah. It has a juxtaposition of dumb dad jokes and pretty haunting and existentially depressing lyrics. It's the unusual and specific details in the song that make it interesting. Specific details are real and nostalgic, and we can actually relate to them. Talks about the urge to drive away from everything, but deciding not to because all my stuff's here anyway, which is such a strong commentary about how everyone feels trapped by the stuff they own. It's a specific song about a specific feeling. But this song, One Night, find me one specific or relatable detail in the lyrics. You absolutely cannot. Every single line is a cliche that upon closer inspection is totally meaningless. They are all repeated phrases borrowed from other countless other songs that are easy to remember and sing, but don't tell a story. Take another record off the shelf. We only got one night. If I got a mal- you got a malady, I got the remedy. Nothing to lose. You can make a hundred different music videos for the song because the lyrics aren't about anything. It's a song written by ChatGPT that follows a catchy songwriting format, but devoid of any original thought or expression. All right. Uh, so that's our episode. We'll see you again, again in, in one week. week. Absolutely. Like, she nailed it so well. Just absolutely 100%. I mean, we can get into the lyrics of this song, but, like, it's the song is nothing. The song has no meaning it's i mean no it's about 
It's about performing a song at a concert. It's a, it's a concert song about performing a concert song. Yeah. It's recursive, certainly. Yeah. That's what it's about. As well, it this said, is the worst yeah. version of it because it's an album song. about. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we were all at a concert? You're not. And, but maybe one day you will be. I mean, I can't disagree with anything Paranoia o Agent 08. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I mean, she nailed it. But, like, I mean, he, he accomplished what he set out to do. I don't think, I think Ed wanted to write that song. Uh, easy drinking song like a like a fucking the fucking Coors Light of songs right yeah. something that just goes down smooth no nothing to, nothing to hang on to you don't even know you're doing it but now we have to examine like what is this what what are we rating these songs on are we rating them on how much we enjoyed them are we rating them on how novel they are are we rating them on how much Ed was trying to do a thing and succeeded in doing that thing because he has made it clear I don't want to write complicated songs. I want to write simple songs for simple, stupid people. And what will be, will be, right? Well, we don't really... We rate it on... Uh, we rate it on whether the song is bare naked or fully clothed. Sure. That's what we rate it on. Oh, you're right. We are looking into alternate dimensions where this song is personified and just seeing how many clothes it's yes. wearing. Yeah. You're right. We're, we, as this song, are... Sure. Okay. How much clothes are we wearing? That's, That's how we rate the song. What is that based on? How much clothes it's wearing. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm trying to look too deep. Yeah. Jesus. So, all right. You're like... I fucked up. Doing a podcast about a podcast. Oh, shit. Why don't Ed's we... Ed's got you. He hooked you. That's what we follow up this podcast with. Is like we, we just... review our own podcast. Oh, either that or we review someone else. Like, we just listen to every episode of Welcome to Nightmare Vale and fucking... I think we should review our... Start with episode one and then review our podcast. I wouldn't mind that. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> do like, you want to do all 222 episodes of our podcast? And we keep doing this podcast, too. Yeah. So we'll never be done. Oh, that's fun. That's <laughs> fun, though. Um, What? That's... So... Actually, maybe we stop doing a podcast, this podcast, and the next podcast is we just do one episode. We figure out what the episode's about, and then the next episode is commentary on that episode, but then the next, next episode is commentary on the commentary, commentary of the episode. That is a real fucking fun idea for a podcast. <laughs> just recursion. Million dollar fucking idea. It's a hundred dollar idea. It's a hundred dollar. How much have we earned from this? We've spent way more than we've earned on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is a labor of love. It really listeners. is. And boy, is it so, labor. Okay. This song is about a concert song. Uh-huh. Or it's about a one night stand. Or could this be about Ed's affair? Oh, interesting. Okay. Give me some, pull out that affair idea. I want, I want to hear it. I'm going to regret what I've done. Then wonder, what if I didn't? Interesting. I'd rather regret what I've done than wondering what if I it's not like the world can stop spinning It's only you and me in it, in it, in it, in it It's not like the world will stop spinning It's only you and me in it, in it, in it, in it <laughs> Okay, okay So like, I feel like, I mean, he had an affair, obviously Yeah Um, But it wasn't like a one night stand, was it? But he might have had a one night stand too We don't like, know I feel like He's a musician He was He's in the opportunity The opportunity was there Yeah Right whether he took advantage of it or not is only only Ed knows. Only Ed's up. So, but yeah, I think other lyrics kind of tie into that too. Like, what's the very first? Every little minute with you is like an hour in the sun, mm -hmm. right? I burn a little, learn a little. No, I want to stay, but I should run. So, like, there's good and bad in this. Right. It feels good, but it burns, right? It's going to be bad for me in the long term. I'm going to get skin cancer. Every little minute with you is like another hour. The sun, I burn 
relationships are going to unravel because I'm, you know, taking, I'm fulfilling my animal desires. With yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. There's something to that. There is something to that. I like that. Do I think Ed intended that? No. This is just a read. I think that, yeah. I think I, it's I think, totally I think, valid. I think it came out. Yeah. Well, it's about not just performing a song live, but it's about the night he performed live after he fucked someone who was not his wife. Mm-hmm. So it's the feeling he had on stage that night. He only had one night. Oh, man, what do you do if you've like had a one night stand and just like as a musician and then the next day you're doing your concert and you see the fucking person in the audience like right front row center. You're like, oh no, what do I do with this? And the whole time they're doing like blowjob <laughs> motion at you. Pointing like, at you, blowjob. <laughs> and then they're like, remember? You can security, read their lips. Security, move that, move that person. <laughs> That'd be so You're banned. Good. Banned. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I do like the poetry of like, you're right in front of me, I got a melody, you got a melody, I got the remedy. That's a really That's fun, bouncy lyric. Kind of, but they're bad rhymes. It's a terrible rhyme. Oh no, good. what? Those are melody, fun. melody, remedy, bemedy. <laughs> I got yeah. a remedy. You got a remedy. I, I a big Odyssey and an anemone. <laughs> making shit up. It's horrible. Yeah, but no, it's. I, know, I felt. I felt it kind of seemed kind of facile to me. I didn't like it. Okay, that's fair. As a as someone who has fucking eight albums out and is finishing their ninth album. That's you. You run out of rhymes after a while. So to see someone creatively making rhymes like ah. in front of me malady remedy bemony <laughs> like that's, yeah. those are good those are like they're not life and strife they're not like he's 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 going out and doing some wordplay which i love life that's and half life that's a great rhyme oh fuck why have i never thought of that um lyrically also i mean we've mentioned it several times already but the in it in it in it thing was very funny to me i laughed yeah, but it was interesting. As a casual listener, I can't imagine the people understanding that because it is very specific British slang, mm-hmm. right? In it, um, and it's not relatable. I'm glad. I felt like I feel like how Jared feels when he listens to our podcast. I felt like Ed was microcasting to me <laughs> with that little joke there, right? Um, you know, Saker, the famous Brit. I am yeah. neck deep in British culture. I kind of am. <sighs> tuppence, tuppence. Oh, I just call, we call him, call him Tuppence Grangerlander. Uh huh. Every morning when I wake up, I run to my window and throw it open and ask a child what day it is. <laughs> Go back and enjoy some bangers and mash and spotted dick. That's right. I want to make some spotted. I don't know what spotted dick is, but I want it. It's like a pudding. It's a spongy, pudding. yeah, some it's sort a pudding. of pudding. Yeah, spotted dick. Even back then, they had to know that that was bad. No, I'm sure it was fine. Like. Boner means joke, right? Back in the oh, does it? Or something, yeah. Okay. Uh, Batman gave me a real boner. I'm gonna give everybody a boner. That's right. Uh, I forgot. Famous Joker panel. That's very funny. Um, I got boners for all. Back in the ACRN days, when I used to work for the college campus radio station, if you left yourself logged in on Facebook on the computer at the radio station, they would type boner mouth in your status box boner mouth that's horrible i went to a school with a kid name whose last name was boner oh no yeah. b-o-h-n-e-r B-O- yeah b-o-u is it jo- john john boehner john, is that who you went to school with? john B- boner john yeah. boner that's how it was, uh, we called him um i i just feel like if i if i were the type see here's the deal okay here's what i'm trying to away. say okay. ed wants to write for the lowest common denominator right 
if I were an LCD person, a lowest common denominator person, and I heard that joke that he just made, I'd be like, huh? What? <laughs> Who does that? Why do you do that? Right? No, you would you would do this. You would go, ha, he's smiling, I'm smiling. Yeah. Everyone's laughing, I should be laughing too. Maybe so. I feel like LCD people take their cues from like everyone around them. Like, <laughs> sure. you recognize it's supposed to be funny, so you laugh. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like most laugh, like performative laughter, right? When you're having a conversation with someone and sure. they, they make a joke that's not funny at all, but you laugh anyway. Yeah. Like, because that's what's expected of you yeah. socially. Like, I mean, that happens all the time. I feel you. Yeah. So I feel like an LCD person would... Uh... I feel I feel like it's become a slur. <laughs> an LCD, LCD person. LCD, like, a, the, what's that? Like, laser or something TV? Like, LCD yeah, yeah. screen Liquid or something? crystal display. Yeah, liquid crystal display person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Is, uh, yeah, they... Yeah, they, they, they just mimic the, they mimic the, <laughs> the, the people the, around them. The outside world is strange and scary to them. <laughs> so they just they just mimic what they see on the faces That's of their those survival mechanism. Yeah. yeah, and it works. They train themselves in a mirror daily. Ha, 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 the kind of songwriting he's trying to do here. For one moment, it felt like I was back with the classic Bernicke ladies making weird jokes in the middle of songs. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I do disagree. I think this is specific. This in it, in it, in it thing. Yeah. I That's the like only take, piece of specificity I thought, we like, have. Take a record off the shelf, make a little space was a little bit specific because it put me in a place. Like there were, you're, you're, you're in your apartment, you're taking off a record to play and make a little space, I don't know, on the floor so you can get fucked. I don't know. Okay. Like that, that, that conjured that image for me and it might have just been for me. So I felt like there was specificity there. But again, for me, I don't know if it, that would sure. translate to our LCD sure. uh, yeah. person. Sure. <laughs> Those fucking LCs. I call them LCs. Uh, I don't know if you do it. Let's call them L's. Okay. For short. Take the L. Let's call them It's It's just a plodding, transparent sort of structure. There's no movement, no momentum in the And you know song. what? It is kind of plodding, but... but when you turn it up to 1.25 speed, Ooh-wee. it's perfect. That's the ticket. It's a Is solid it 40% better. Here, play it on 1.25 speed. Right now? Right now. Really? Right now. Oh, we only got one night, one night. Nothing to lose, nothing to lose. We only got one night, one night. So you got to choose what you're going to do. You're right in front of me. I got a melody. You got a melody. See, it makes it a little bouncier. It, it it picks up the pace enough that makes like I feel like they were going for something joyful, yeah, and like fun, and now slow it down back to normal speed and watch what it does to you. I'm moving through fucking quicksand. <laughs> got, oh, I'm having one of those like, dreams where... It like settles on you like a fucking physical weight when yeah, you turn it back to normal speed. I just can't go does. back. I can't look back. Jesus Christ. Well, okay. By that logic, though, hold on, friend. No, you're going to do it one, like five, five, five times <laughs> We're speed. We're about to hit two times speed. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Echo, yeah. This is an EDM song. I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, I love it. All right, maybe two times from now on where we got to lay up. Okay, okay. See, that's why they need to hire us to remix their albums. Yeah. I, I, I do, I like some of the instrumentation in the song. I like the first little <laughs> instrumentation. But you guys just sped up the songs, all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did, idiots. <laughs> um, like, the, 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 the post-chorus part is great every time it hits.
Um, I don't know. I thought that was fun. I didn't like the, like, hey! It's like about 15 years too late, buds. <sighs> yeah, it is very 2008, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I'd say you're right. And I really, normally I love Kev's little squeedles, but this one was, I hated this one. It was just him going, beep, boo, 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 like slowly descending the fucking, just like. I, I didn't even, I didn't mark any of It just slowly descends on whole notes. Not oh, a fan of that. Not I, a fan. I need to look at it again. I need to listen to it. Like, I can understand that being Cars inspired, but like. You think the whole album was Cars inspired? I don't know. But it sounded just like what he did on fucking uh, Good Life t- Part 2. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Great life. Great life. <laughs> Better life. <laughs> Best life. Um, the, uh, the harmonies in the chorus are fun. Yeah. I don't know. What are you going to do? There's nothing, nothing to prove, s- nothing to use, nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, I like the like the yeah, I like the guitar intro, acoustic guitar on the video. Like they don't do it. That's not on the album. Oh, okay. The acoustic intro. Yeah. Yeah. And I just my notes are slow, feels slow. So you got the album versions of these songs. Yeah. When I did my notes, I actually didn't have the album versions. I only had the videos to work off of. So I need to listen to the the album version of the song. I assumed it would be similar. I knew, obviously, they wouldn't have like the spoken section in the middle that they uh-huh. have on the video. But I figured the instrumentation it's would be the same. painful-ass spoken section. That oh. guy has... That fucking, we'll talk about the video in a second. Okay. That guy has some fucking insane game. Yeah, oh, if God. exchange one fucking line. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to him in a second. Okay. But like... I like the God knows I need this night. <laughs> it has been rough. Holy shit. Listen, last year hasn't been great for me. I gooped a medias and running into the ground. And you know, my wife won't fuck me anymore. God knows I needed this night with yeah. you. Yeah. Natalie Hebert has decided to share a room with her new beau in our house. I am getting wildly cucked. So please, I need this. <laughs> Ed called this an old school banger, and I guess it is. In I, what way? It's old school. In that it's what it's boring, kind of chonky. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a chonky rock song. Like yeah. I can see this is like a deep album cut for like a better yeah. than Ezra album. But like Ty called this a gourmet meal. That fucking sucks. How in in what fucking world do you believe that this is a gourmet meal? Do you think there's? Seri- but he also said it's like a gourmet meal that someone orders an extra order of fries for. Yeah. The table, bud. You don't get fries with gourmet meals usually. In Thai's world, you get like palm fruits. <laughs> a gourmet meal is a Five Guys burger. Fuck man. I mean that's pretty good. Yeah, I need you to I tell don't me. Disagree with Ty. Do you think that they buy their bullshit? Yeah, I do think they do. Really? It seems like they're like swimming in their own fucking feces right yeah like they're like it's like they've been rich long enough and disconnected long enough i think that they just they're living in a bubble man damn like too old like when we get to that like at least based on like what ed is the themes and late motifs that ed puts forward in the previous album right. leads me to believe that he buys his own bullshit hmm that's a bummer that's truly i mean would you rather I mean, have him, would you rather have him like would you rather somebody genuinely believes something stupid or would you rather have something someone cynically believes something stupid just to be a troll or just because it sells i think i'd prefer someone who is genuinely just i would rather him be realistic rather than optimistic and be and not release this album (laughs) i'm not i'm not fucking like i'm not trying to be mean but like they're doing what they love they're doing what they love the response to fake nudes was tepid 
Mm-hmm. The response to Detour de Force was tepid to bad. I liked Detour de Force. I thought there were some fun songs on Detour there de Force. There were one or two songs that were good. Roll Out, 1.5 Speed, great. <laughs> good Life, wonderful. What's the other one? Human Dynamo. Internal Dynamo, Dynamo. absolutely not. <laughs> that was not a... That's... Fire Nation attacks, attacks, massive attack. song sounded at all. Though I do love... Can we play that game? No. Fire Nation attacks. I hate that. Massive attack. Massive... Penis. Penis. Detachable penis. Detachable... Rectum. Rectum. Rectum damn near killed him. Killed him. Uh, I regret it every day of my life. <laughs> good life. Good. All right, we're good. All right, good. Um, good wife. Good wife. All right, sorry. The good wife. <laughs> oh God, it's right. fine. We're bad at this. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. This one is just like. I just. I wish that they would take more time. I don't think we would get a better album. I think this is the. Ed said, we're just doing, we're doing the best we can. And I think this is the best they can. And you know what? Good for them. Like they're having fun. They're not, it's like us producing this podcast. Is these our best episodes? Fuck no. These are our worst episodes. (laughs) We're just going to keep doing it though, because we enjoy it and we're having fun. No, we are doing this because we have an obligation to the bare naked ladies are under a duty. The bare naked ladies are under no obligation to release a CD every two years. They're under no obligation to like, Keep releasing CDs at all. We're under no obligation to continue this podcast. Yeah, It's but cowardice to continue. No, we are. We're obligated. If we stopped, I would have fucking pitchforks and torches at my door in an there hour. There would be three people outside your door <laughs> clapping. <laughs> like this. Ooh, those hand claps. That's good. Um, no, I don't know. soul clap is what I, that's called. Where you clap really fucking fast. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. I, I just... I. See, I think both these songs, Ed is, I mean, he's, he's like, listen, I'm going to write simple fucking easy, easy to swallow music. I'm going to write adult contemporary songs. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I like to do. I like performing in concert. We, he said, he said in the interview, like the thing that brings us back is that, is the fucking live performances. They enjoy the live performances. They enjoy being in front of a crowd. So he's just going to write songs that that are good to do live. Good to do live. That's what he's going to write. Right. Jim's going to write whatever the fuck Jim writes. Kev's going to write sucking something that. And Ty's just going to be along for the ride. Like he yeah. always is. Ty's got it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't write anything. Just do whatever they tell you to do. Yeah. yeah. Just live the good life. Um, I, I, I get it. But that's... And this is a me problem. I fully recognize this is a me problem. Mm-hmm. The reason I got into Bernie Ladies was because they were so clever and thoughtful and all that shit. I didn't get into Bernie Ladies because they were a party for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I enjoyed their live shows. But even their live shows anymore for me... I know that it's for them. It's not for me, which is an insane <laughs> thing to say, but like they trot out the standards. That's sort of what you do though as an artist. Like it should be for you, right? Like when once you start like producing art for Well, I I don't even think it I see what you're saying. When I say it's not for me, I mean it's not for me saker. Okay. Like it's for everyone. It's for them. For the world. It's for the LCDs. <laughs> they don't play Do you think the Renegade ladies love playing the Big Bang Theory theme? No. I don't think so I think so they either. do. I think they actually, I, I still feel like Ed gets that little smirk when he, when he says his little lines. He's like, look at me. I'm a little clever boy. He would never be honest with us, even if so, we got them on the yeah. podcast. So you're an IP purist. You're like, I don't understand why Star, why the Star, Star Wars had to change. 
Like, what the thing that brought me to Star Wars was the very intricate oh, backstories of the various rebels and the whatevers. And now they're like they're kind of glossing it over in the new series. Like, I don't really enjoy that they're doing that. Uh, That's what you're saying. Like, IPs should never grow and change. Bands should never like I s- think settle into middle age. Bands can do whatever the fuck they want. I just don't think I like the Brennigan ladies. That's that's a fair point. I, and a fair assertion. I don't know if I've ever said that out loud before. You don't think that you like what they've become? Yeah. I don't think I like the Brennigan ladies anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I know. What do we do? Where do we go from here? I don't know. And if this is the best the album has to offer, these were the first two singles. I'm still... Here's the thing. I, I'm excited to hear the gems, yep. gems and Kevs. Yes. I'm still... When we started this album, I was excited to talk about it with my friend Saker. That's what brings me here. Is I'm doing this because I enjoy chatting with you, you know, once a week and whatever. La- yeah. I, I enjoy this. I enjoy the process. Do I? Ca- I mean, we could be talking about any band. Yeah. Like at this point. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm so fucking like it's a sunk cost fallacy. Like I'm so fucking deep into the bare naked ladies uh, that I can't like I can't see a way out. There's yeah. no end to this tunnel. Yeah. I hate also that this podcast has become recursive about us talking about this podcast most of the time. Yeah. Just like this is a song about playing a song. I mean, listen, we, we work with the source material we're given. Yeah, we work with it. Maybe maybe this is our commentary on this song. Us talking about the podcast on the podcast is just like this song. Maybe we've been fucking trolling our audience this whole time. Yeah. They're bored as shit. Well, guess what? That was the idea. Yeah, we got you. you. Welcome to our performative art piece. <laughs> Um, 227 episodes in the making. Jesus. We got you, assholes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, classic Vernigal Lady shit here, right? Make a little space. Except you just did that with the mic drop on the last song. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? The gunshot. You can't do that twice in a row. <laughs> that sucks. He can, and he did. I mean, he and did. You know what? You're, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how many platinum records does your band have none okay well we have a couple golds a couple yeah, silvers that's right when you get platinum you you can take a swing at the champ i just we've ordered like a hundred of like our third cd when it came out in like 2014 and i think i still have like 15 left. <laughs> um uh a nice thing to have for what yourself. a nice thing to have um i'll remember it for the rest of my life, because that's how long I'll have at least three of those <laughs> CDs. We will not sell them. Um, it's just, it, it just feels formulaic at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, of course it, it does. I think it's meant to be. It's a, I mean, fucking Paranoia Agent 08. Sure. It's like, skewered it right away. Like, sure. this, is a, this is meant to be uh, easy drinking. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, it is what it is. Do I, do, do I like it? No, not particularly. But, like... There, it's for someone, for a place, yeah. and Ed's enjoying playing it. And you know what? I'm, fuck me. Like, fuck me. Like, <laughs> fuck my opinion. Like, I'm not the person this song is for. What are we doing? How dare I? <laughs> well, there's just not we much. We both the, hate pr- The problem this. is we're not, we're not, there's not enough to sink our teeth into. I know. Like, so we have to spin out yes, into infinity yeah. here. So let's talk about the video. No, well, hold on. Okay. What do you want to do? What do you want? What do we want to chew over? Last song, okay. you were talking about something, and I was just looking at you, and I was like, that's my friend Evan. We're talking about the Brinnican ladies again. I just got this like warm nostalgia. It is good. We are having fun. We're hanging yeah, out. This is we're, for us. We're loving life. All yeah. we have is this night. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying it. All right. I'm sorry. Let's okay. continue. Well, th- thank you. Uh, I treasure your friendship. I treasure your friendship. <laughs> Great. So let's talk about the video. All right. Let's talk about the fucking video. So drone shots. Toronto yes. Bridge with cars. Is State- that Toronto? Uh, it's got to be Toronto. Somebody said it was like St. Paul. Oh, maybe it's St. Paul. In the comments. Yeah. It's, some- it's somewhere in the deep Midwest. Minnesota? 
Because the Barricade Ladies aren't in this video. This video oh, was, yeah. I mean, it was somebody filmed it. They hired somebody, and he had this vision in his fucking mind of what this was. And he filmed it in his hometown. Okay, I thought the video was fine by itself. I thought the video was fine in and of itself. I think the song is fine in and of itself. I hate them together. Really? This video is not about this fucking song. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. Like, there's nothing, there's no interstitial connection. I mean... To, to the extent that the song is called One Night, and in the video she even says, meet me at noon. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that fucking down. And this doesn't seem like they have one night. This seems like the start of a relationship. <laughs> so, so we'll run through the video really quick. Girl skating on a roller rink. Lots of shots of her spinning around. It's Guy skating on the streets. Un- the, the video, sorry to interrupt. Okay. The video is unbelievably male gazy. Like, we get so many shots of, like, this woman dancing on the, like, fucking dance floor, the roller skating dance yeah. floor, and, like, her sweating and, like, hair clinging to her face, and it's it's just very weird And then we get, like, motion. overhead shots of a guy from the distance, yes. like, slowly, <laughs> like, not scri- scrunching through the uh, the night. Yes, exactly. The, the Minnesota, ni- Minnesota <laughs> night. The Minnesota night. Minnesota night. Yeah. And then... So she sits. So she's doing her thing. She gets off uh, the skate rink, sits down. Guy skates up and says, "Like, oh fuck, skates." And she's <laughs> like, "She's like, here's my name and number." Yeah. <laughs> like, and me like, me and he's like old school skates. And he's like, "Okay." Yeah, it's wild. And then she like opens up a skate rink. So I guess she works she there or owns, owns it. it. Yeah, works. Yeah. I don't know either. And yeah. so they have like a little skate date. She's like skating. He falls over. She's teaching him how to skate. That's fine. A little meet cute. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. And then they're like together. Yeah. Like. Girl, be careful. <laughs> you don't know him. Yeah, you just, you just fucking skated up to you and made a comment about your skates. Like, you have no idea what he is. Don't invite him. Don't invite him to, like, your second sight. Yeah. yeah, That's true. Like, that's true. Never go to the second sight. I mean, it was like, okay, it might have been a spark. Might have been love at first sight. But, like, I don't know. Well, that's, I mean, it's a fictional utopian world in yeah, this video. Yeah. But they, they're definitely not having one night. This is, like, the beginning of a relationship. Absolutely. Like, they're going to have many nights, it seems yes. like. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And also, it starts in and, the afternoon. And it's not the night. <laughs> yeah. She is wearing the same outfit on both days which is weird i thought when you got it you got it when you got it you, you that thing must smell like fucking sweat i'm sure it cleans disgusting. it every night damn she febrezes she it. gets right in the shower with that yeah, outfit on that's... wears it to bed i'm surprised we didn't get that shot in the video of her in the shower um yeah it's just i fucking thinking about kids obviously this video is meant to appeal to kids like mm-hmm. skateboarding like thinking about teenagers listening to bare naked ladies <laughs> got nothing to prove nothing to lose like this is your grandpa's god music. i really need this night <laughs> yeah. like the the juxtaposition of like making a video for hip teens to bare naked ladies music is just wild to me it is it is i don't think it's i don't know what it is man i don't know who the target audience for this no, video was none no idea no fucking idea like it just looks good yeah it looks good it, it looks good. It does I, it probably look good. had a probably had a pretty small budget. Two attractive people, cool locations. They they're very skilled at skating. Yes. Like that the woman, she is a great skater. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They can't act. But whatever. But they only I, have one line. For the fucking life of me, I can't understand what the guy is saying to her when he sits down next to her before he talks about his old school roller skates. It sounds like he says just trash in time. Did you catch did you clock it nope. at all? Nope. I, I need I'm to, just listening to Grimes. <laughs> just, I'm just Grimes, to Grimes. Grimes, Grimes, he's there. Grimes, I need I need you to tell me what you think he's saying. Okay. Actually, okay. subtitles are on here now, which is good. Yo, old school roller skates. <laughs> I should try some time. 
noon tomorrow. I'm just trashing time. I'm just trashing time. I think like he's trash talking. I get it's trashing time like a way to say like I don't know what the kids I'm are just saying. killing time. I, just know, I don't know what the kids are saying nowadays. Weird. But just a weird. And they both look like they're in their like mid twenties. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, they are. They are people in their early thirties that are meant to be kids. Um. Yeah. I don't know. The video sucks. The video is beautiful, but like it has nothing to do with the music. It's well and shot. Yeah. I feel like. Man, I just feel like the video was shot for a different song. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yup, it's a bummer. Man, he just, so this guy, so here's a $10,000 idea. We shoot it, We shoot a lot of footage. Uh-huh. And then we start our own group to media. A lot of footage for music videos. Just whatever the fuck we can think of. Okay. And then we cut it together for songs. Same okay. fucking footage. Like a, do a, like a Roger Corman where That's we, do, we shoot like seven movies at once and we just recut them to be different movies. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. It's a $10,000 idea. We're going to do that. We're okay. going to make $1,000 off that. <laughs> Um, somebody in the comments said, lol, is this all stock footage? <laughs> Which it very well might be, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, what, do you have anything else about this song? I, I had nothing to say about it. We've talked for almost 50 minutes now. I had nothing to say about it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, I went through every single fucking note except for one. Which is? This song is actually about... The 2007 action horror movie, 30 Days of Night. Whoa, I've never seen it. Just like Lost Boys. Oh, you need to watch more vampire movies. I do, clearly. So it's based on a comic series of the same name. It was directed by David Slado. Okay. I can't read my fucking... The Slade man. The Slade. And stars Josh Hartnett and Melissa George. Is Josh Hartnett from The Hunger Games? No. no that's Joel Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> uh, Josh Hutcherson. Okay, yes. yes. Josh Hartnett is... Uh, he had like a fucking uh, moment... In the like, I want to say early aughts. Okay. As soon as you see him, you recognize him. He was in like Halloween H two O. He was in like, luck was it Lucky Number Eleven or something like that. He was in like a fucking mob movie or two. He was like a heartthrob oh, for a yeah. second. For a second. Yeah. And he's still okay. working. He's like he's like had a resurgence as of late. But okay. Yeah. He was an Oppenheimer apparently. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Cool. We, I think we talked about that. But anyway, um, so it is a movie set in a Alaskan town. Okay. Far in the north. Okay. It's Barrow, Alaska, but the Utiakvik, I think is Utiakvik is the um, native name for it. Okay. Um, but uh, so basically once a year, uh, it's because it's so far north that basically the sun goes down and doesn't come up for 30 days, essentially, you know, because you're so far sure. north of the circle. Um, but before this, so everyone's getting ready, you know, you get, you get a little slice of life here. You find out that Josh Hartnett is like divorced or has an estranged wife and she's like a medic from a different town and she has come to like take care of something and is going to like fly back. But then the plane has like a fucking thing. So she has to stay and she's okay. kind of stuck in the town. Um, and, uh, but before this, and so you get like a little slice of life, you get like to meet the snow plow man. You get to meet the people That's who fun. are going to, Mr. Plow, who are going to, uh, his name's Bo. Okay. Uh, so he, um, you get to meet all those people and just sort of see their little small town stuff. And as they prepare for this 30, 30 days of night, uh, but before the night comes, a strange ship arrives with a man, vampire man. Okay. And what he does is he destroys their like communications and like transportation. Okay. So he smashes up the plane, smashes up, like fucks up their like power generation stuff. Right. And this is all preamble for when his like vampire buddies arrive. Okay. And what they do is they is fucking- Is he a thrall or is he a vampire? He's like a thrall who wants to be turned into a vampire. Okay. He he's wants to be turned, he's like, he's a, he's a little Renfield. Okay. Uh, he doesn't 
spoiler alert, I think the lead vampire Marlowe like smashes his head. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. great. But he's a weird little guy. Does a little, does a lot of, uh, he, he chews some scenery, gets put in jail for getting drunk and like being like, the flies fall out of the sky. <laughs> like, okay. you know, just like some, some real batshit stuff. Uh, some, some real Robert England yeah. scenery chewing Freddy Krueger sure. stuff. But, uh, um, so then, so they're, they're kind of like struggling with that. Then the vampires show up. Vampires are like fucking fast zombies, bestial. They can talk. They've got like a vampire dialect, like in Blade. Um, but they're all like kind of monstrous okay. and uh, real kind of creepy looking guys. So they're hunting down the town. And here's where the movie sort of falls apart for me because it's like the vampires start killing people. The Josh Hartnett finds like a secret attic and he and some people hide away. 18 days later, uh, they find it just skips it basically skips like 18 fucking days as okay. these vampires are like killing people it does this twice it skips from it skips from day one to like day 18 then it skips from day 18 to day 27 okay and so like i understand because the movie's called 30 days of night and if you only have like one fucking day sure right you know how do you show time passing but it kind of kind of like you know un, un unwove for me there uh but anyway they um try to get to the uh like power station they try and like defend themselves with a vampire and it turns out that like you know Vampires are really tough and they kill you. But um, Bo ends up running a bunch of vampires over with his snow plow and killing them. More vampires jo- getting hit with uh, vehicles. I know. Josh Hartnett gets uh, injects himself with vampire blood so he can fight the lead vampire. But then it's really sad because like he becomes a vampire himself and then he like walks into the sun with his ex-wife and they share a kiss and then he burns away. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. They didn't leave much room for a sequel. Uh, no. 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 Okay. There is a sequel though. Oh, okay. There's a prequel miniseries called Blood Trail, and a sequel miniseries called Dust to Dust, and a direct-to-video sequel called Dark Days. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's the that's it's like it's an a franchise. It's a it's it was a it's a fun movie. Like it's a fun movie to watch. Um, if you just kind of like don't stare too closely at it, just like this is a fun song to listen to. Okay. If you just don't tear, don't look, don't need to worry about it. Like the pre- it's everything is in the name. If you buy into the Thirty Days a Night. You're good. If you buy into the... Uh, um, the one day of night. The one day of night. Uh-huh. The one night. You're good. Like, okay. You got one night. Let's just enjoy it. Listen, man, don't... Why are you, why are you bringing the fucking meta commentary into this? Just, like, sit back and enjoy a fucking action movie, a fucking vampire action movie. You got one night, but like this song, like the song One Night, it kind of drags out for 30. Okay. So you got one night, but it's a long day. Okay. And, like... Every minute with you, like an hour in the sun. That's a vampire reference for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Talking about death and uh, heart and it dying in the sun, burning up. Uh, I want to stay what I should run, you know. So there's points in the, the movie where they people could get away, but because like uh, like Josh Hartnett's wife uh, or estranged wife is like, she has a chance to be safe. She has a chance to run away and escape, but she like goes to like help a girl and, uh, you know, gets herself in trouble. Malady, remedy. I got the remedy. It's vampirism, baby. Oh. And they turn, they turn one of the villagers into a vampire. And then Josh Hartnett also turns himself into sure. a vampire to fight the vampires. Sure he does. So yeah, buckle up and hold on tight. That's Bo buckling into his snowplow and running over Smart. a fuck ton of vampires. Okay. And you know, uh, Josh Hartnett injected himself with vampire blood. He's going to regret what he did. Hmm. But he's gonna wonder if what happened if he didn't. He probably all his friends are dying. But so, and you yeah. think the vampires regret any of it? No, no, they're kind of monstrous. Yeah, yeah. And I think also Canada, sorry, Alaska is pretty close to the UK, so the Inuit reference makes a lot more <laughs> sense. I think in that context. Well, what they're trying to say is Inuit, 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 Inuit. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's absolutely. just you and me together, Inuit, Inuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's that checks out. Because there sure. are a couple First Nations people, I think, in the in the um, movie. Yeah. Oh, so, perfect. There you go. Well, you should have mentioned that. I'm surprised I had to bring it up. A movie I've never seen. <laughs> Good. Love it. 
All right, we're just so filling the vampire queue for you. Robot Rumble, which is a better movie? Lost which is, Boys. Which, is, which could beat? Which vampires could beat the other vampires? Yeah, okay, which vampires could beat the other vampires? So the Lost Boys are strong and fast. <laughs> they can fly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what they. So they're strong, fast. They can fly. The vampires in Thirty Days of Night cannot fly. Uh, they're difficult to kill, but not like immortal. Um, Lost Boy vampires stake through the heart. The vampires stake through the heart. The vampires in Thirty Days of Night are way more animalistic. Okay, like. And they're they're fast, except sometimes they move incredibly slowly, and I'm not sure why that is. So I think the hmm. so we live in a society, and uh, the Lost Boys vampires could thrive in that society, right? They could they don't have to pick off fucking Yukon towns right. in the fucking middle of the winter. Yeah. The Lost Boy vampires they're in Santa Clara, they're fucking living it up. Sure, filling their cup. Danny yeah. California. Danny California. Danny California. <laughs> so I feel like if we're talking about like longevity like vampire vampiric longevity lost boy vampires all okay the way. but in like okay. a straight up fucking brawl i think the fucking 30 days of night vampires are okay so what are we talking about cooking cooking okay cooking up is uh, lost boys for sure okay. all right lost great. Boys. all right cool uh, yeah they can actually make and eat food okay great that Whereas was easy the 30 days of night vampires are like fucking dogs. anybody can make food Kibble. they just can't eat it the vampires are you, you saying that, vampires are capable of making food? You know that scene in a um, fucking what we do in the shadows, where he's like, "I hope you're enjoying your pescetti, yeah, your yeah. worms." That's taken from Lost Boys because he, oh, the, it the, is the the main Michael is eating like rice, and Kiefer Sutherland's like, oh, "How do you like your maggots?" And he like, looks down and it's full of maggots. He's like, "Oh no!" And he looks back and it's rice. So they were playing That's on that. That's very funny. Okay, so, I understand. Thirty Days a Night, Ed. Good, good movie. Great. Don't okay. look too closely. Don't look too closely. Okay, it's fun. It's a fun ride. Well. We're going to have to look closely because right now it's time to rate these songs. As usual, Ev, we rate these songs on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this every song was wearing is going to be bad. The zero clothes the songs was wearing is going to be good. <laughs> Ev, go ahead. Tell me. You see me coming from pretty far away. Mm-hmm. Looks like I'm dressed. I got a, I got a, um, a ball cap on. Train conductors. No, I got a ball cap on. <laughs> okay. A ball cap with like, you know, lettering and some sort of graphic. I got a t-shirt. I got a, like a, um, it looks like a sports jersey, but it's got like some, it's got some graphics on it. You know, it's nice. I got some of those like um, cargo shorts on. They come down to like a little bit, little bit below your knees. Uh-huh. Um, they've got some like uh, embroidery on them. Some nice embroidery. I'm wearing uh, socks pulled up to like my ankles and like. Let's say Chuck Taylors or something like that. That also have I've like painted on, you know, sort of like you know, like back in the the nineties, you'd put like little checks on them, like in, like you could be sure. a ska boy or you could put like their laces on like punk. But and so like I look like I'm dressed for a party, like I'm ready, I'm ready to like easy breezy. But as I get closer, you notice like the the graphics come into focus and it's like a um a snake coiled snake and it's like hissing and it says don't tread on me and then my sure. hat's like a maga hat sure. and uh like you know my my shoes have the red laces of a nazi sure and, um, do they wear red laces yeah, the, the, oh, i didn't know that was yeah, a, was a laces were a big thing in the punk scene back oh, in the sure. 90s okay yeah don't well, only, only caught with the long laces. Okay. So yeah, and uh, like all the embroidery is like all sorts of like uh, um, conservative talking points okay. about about like uh, um, just like the plan, quotes the, from the like pandemic. Alex Jones <laughs> yeah. and shit. It's like ben, hi, my name's Ben Shapiro, and I'm here <laughs> to tell you about vaginas. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. And then I uh, start to talk to you about the. You really just need to listen to Jordan Peterson's podcast. He has so many smart things to Jesus say. Jesus Christ! You are and a guy so, yeah. unfriended on Facebook last year. Yeah. So so from distance fun easy breezy look at you want to hang out with me have a beer with me but as i get closer 
You, get, you just a little yeah, okay, problematic. A little, too, a little, a little okay. problematic. Not little, very problematic. Not that this song is problematic, but it's just not fun. Yeah. When you dig into it. Yeah. So you know, but you, boy, you didn't go not fun. You didn't go like gray hat, gray shirt, gray pants. Cadillac. You went the like a time bomb. You went well, fucking. The thing is, like, I feel like the closer you get to the song, the worse it becomes. Okay. If you just like wave at it as you're passing on the highway, like, hey, bud, hey, fellow human, got you. Like, you're like, I acknowledge you. You're a good song. I mean, I'm enjoying this. Like. Drive it down the highway, good. You know, okay. The guy behind me in the car is probably a MAGA man, but, you know, we're just sharing the road. Just okay. sharing the road. For me, this song is... Uh, I, I'm a woman in this, right? And I'm an actress. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a scene with What's your name? Uh, Specificity. Lacey... Beignet. Beignet. <laughs> That's a good-ass name. As for this scene... Uh, <laughs> Me, Lazy Beignet. Uh, and the scene is like a one night stand. stipulates a nude scene in every movie. Well, that's the problem. Is oh. This is a PG-13 film, right? Oh. So like... So you can only show butt. In my... I have like... There's a one night stand scene, but like we're showing the aftermath of it like the morning after. And it's like one of those scenes where like the camera opens and it's like the man and he's like bare chested and he's got his like the covers pulled up. And the woman like also the covers the same, but she's wearing her bra still, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I watch those scenes, I'm like... It's pronounced Bray. Why the fuck does she have her bray on still, right? <laughs> and it's because, of course, they can't show boobs in a PG-13 sure. movie. So, like... It's also my... really comfortable. Sponsored by Cross Your Heart Bras. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, one, uh, love, one Love Bras or whatever those And then they call cut on the scene because they've gotten there. They wanted a, that coverage, right, to make uh-huh. sure that we knew where the scene was taking place. And I, like, get out of bed, but I'm wearing, like, full pants, shoes underneath there because there was no reason for me to be naked, right? Mm-hmm. So this, You're again... shoes. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I'm wearing shoes in bed. This looks naked at first glance, but then the more you think about it, why is she wearing a bra? And uh, then, obviously, she's, of course, wearing clothes because she's an actress. Um, so, yeah, I'd say uh, just without a shirt, still brilliant, and uh, <laughs> but everything else is on. That's right. where I fall. That's where I fall. That's where we fall. Together. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> hey, Evan. What's the worst thing about you? <laughs> the worst thing about me is my tenacity. You know, just like if I get my teeth, my worst thing about me is that I'm too hard of a worker. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, um, could you give me three times where you were too hard of a worker, and how that negatively impacted your team? I missed my son's birth. Uh-huh. I missed my son's death. And then I missed my second son's birth. I should not have done that the second time. Anyway, my team was real pissed at me because my team was made of my other sons. <laughs> There's that. Have you ever seen that moving company? All my sons. Yes, I, I love it. Every time they drive past me, on the, I don't know if it's just a local Columbus like fucking moving company, but I always, I was looking and go, all my sons. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> what a fucking, what fucking pressure to name your company that? <laughs> all of my sons will work for this. And then he has a couple daughters. Like, what happens to them? Fuck them. Who gives a shit? Um, my favorite. They get traded for cows. <laughs> my, my favorite moving company in Columbus is. Uh, college hunks hauling junk love that so good it implies that these are all college kids that they're all hot as shit and whatever you need taken away is just garbage (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. What is your favorite? So we've known your. Oh, you know what else I love? Other favorite movie company. I think they're called Black Black Tie or Black Glove Movers. Mm -hmm. But they've got a big ass picture of Blake Shelton on the side. <laughs> I think because he owns the company, it's like Blake Shelton owner. But it's it's very weird. I I just don't under. I mean, I understand the impulse, like celebrities owning companies. Yeah. But it seems fucking wrong to me, like crossing the streams. Like we have like Mark Wahlberg Chevrolet now yeah. in Columbus, and like, why? Why do you? Do you need that? Well, do you not get paid enough? Like, why do you want to own a company? Additional revenue stream. Like, what fucking Ryan Reynolds with like Mint Mobile Aviator or Aviator Gin? Yeah. yeah. Like, I can understand like repping something that you really like. Yeah, I think a lot of it is passion. Like, Mark Wahlberg really he loves, loves this. He loves dealing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He took over for Tom Raper, right? Yeah, Tom yeah. Raper's gone. Okay. Tom um, Raper is only Raper Avenue now. Oh, man. Tom Raper Way, I believe it's called. Tom Raper yes, Way. That's Raper the, way. This is the way of the Raper. Um, <laughs> folks, this is real. Look it up. Ohio. Specific, it's actually in specifics. Indiana, isn't it? In it? In it? Inuit? Inuit? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of this. No, it's it's up by okay. Dayton. Fair enough. Maybe you're right. Uh, in any case, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, any company would be happy to say... We are owned by Mark Wahlberg. We are owned by Danny DeVito. Are, yes, we are owned by Rhea Perlman's husband is how he's marketed <laughs> on there for some weird reason. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure it brings additional business to the company. Um, but I don't know. We can do. Who'd you Who'd you like to? What, what celebrity would you like to rep? Um, if I had a company. If you had a million companies. Oh, Saker's Bakings. Saker's Bakings. Saker's Bakings. Owned by. Oh, Saker's Bakings owned by. Uh, who was the fucking, uh, the lady who did the, um, is it Elizabeth Holmes? <laughs> did what? You didn't tell me what she did yet. Who's the, the, she had the, the, uh, blood company where they would just take a drop of your blood and do all of the, uh, the tests, but it, <laughs> help me here. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It turned out she turned was out a vampire? to be a big sham. Oh, they were just uh, giving you rumple dumps yeah they were giving, giving you the old rumble dump i don't know i would guess her i guess okay. how about she, you is she a celebrity i mean she's a she's a fake for sakey's bakies sakey's bakies for sakey's bakies yeah uh, evans heaven so i'm a christian profiteer i sell um bible pages okay gotta, gotta get them all okay but they're like Elizabeth you know, Holmes, Theranos. So yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So what I do is I, uh, <laughs> it's like a, uh, um, you know how like all the apps are now. You can't just like buy a buy an app. You have to like subscribe to it and yeah. pay a monthly fee. So I do that with Bible. Okay. Bible. With Bible. <laughs> with Bible. You get like you get one page a month. Oh, nice. And that way you can really focus in on that page. Okay. With commentary. Smart. And my rep is uh, Frankie Munez. Oh, nice. Thank because we want you to forget what comes after and just remember the now. Yeah, yeah you live in the moment, Christian. Live in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Don't race like I did to the next thing in your life. Concentrate or else you'll be Malcolm 642 in the middle. Is Malcolm a book in the Bible? <laughs> I assume it is. One of the, like, cast-out books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Does it come... So it comes in the mail? Your, or does it come on the app? Uh, Is it a box? It comes in... The, it probably comes in the mail, because I feel like... Do you get shit with it? Like a monthly Bible oh, yeah, yeah, box? Yeah, 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 yeah. You get, you're like, <laughs> you get like, a, um, a specially curated selection of objects okay. pertaining to that Bible page. You get, like, St. Erasmus' thumb <laughs> and, like, a... a 
shard of the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> sure, and, sure. Like a little snifter of holy water blessed I like that. by the son of uh, Erasmus. Yeah. Son of Nebuchadnezzar. Do you know who you else? Get can... a, uh, you get a fully functional bronze Kopesh sword. Oh, shit. Used to, like the one that Abraham used to behead the serpent of okay. Israel. Okay. You get several rubies from the crown <laughs> of uh, uh, Xerxes. <laughs> Do you know who else could use you get, <laughs> you some get a, holy water? You get some uh, pre you get some pre wetted papyrus you can pound into a uh, scroll. You get a toga, uh, not a toga per se, but like a little wrap around like the uh, Egyptian, like the like Pharaoh wore when he cast the Israelites out of uh, um, Egypt. You get a dead serpent and a frog, like what was raised. You get a little pint of blood that you can paint upon your door so that they, the God knows not to strike your children down. Oh, you want more? You get teeth. You get a whole bag of teeth. For no real reason. I mean, <laughs> just we just to have them. Listen, I got a lot of teeth I have to get rid of. <laughs> uh-huh. You make your own. Make your own luck. There are lots of. Oh, I you also don't get have a Dickens Teeth Emporium. <laughs> we have so many teeth we're trying to get rid of. <laughs> you get a little, like, note card with ideas for how you can use your teeth. Like, oh, yeah. Well, like teeth recipes, yeah. in a way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you make a meal with teeth? Could you boil them enough mm. so they would be soft enough no, to eat? No, you couldn't. You could. Uh, I feel like the best you could do would be to hide, like grind them up into powder and like hide them in something. Yeah, because they're like, they're just enamel. High in calcium, aren't they? Aren't they calcium? Isn't that what your bones are? <sighs> enamel. Okay. You just wanted to say the word enamel. Enamel. Do you know who else has teeth in their food? How? That's Scooby Doo. That's right. Scooby <laughs> Doo. We're talking about into the Scooby verse. The new podcast from <laughs> Project Derail. We just got back into doing two episodes, <laughs> and we're fucking punch drunk. <laughs> Fiona and Roger oh. continue their journey in episode May 4th <laughs> through HBO Max's Velma. Also, they venture further into watching Mysteries Incorporated. For more information about the show, including links to our Patreon and more, head on over to projectderailed.com. That's Project Derailed, the nicest friends in space. Spoopy doo. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we win a spiel. Oh, we I gotta spin a wheel. Win a spiel. Go home. Describe where the narrator lives. So, we only got one night. This guy lives his night his his fucking life in inches one night at a time so he never, never cleans s- never well he never sleeps in the same place oh sure does he have a house he has so or does ma- he just like go from like motel a, to I motel like he's either motel or he's like a squatter he like he like a um for this new thing called uh like home surfing <laughs> where you uh you just like find a house that's uninhabited and like get into it okay and then you spend the night there but you have to be playing wipeout while you do it that's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, like, that was like, good. Oh, I, found, I did that to the kid the other day. I went, oh, wipe out. And the kid looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm like, it's, it's, from, a, it's, from, a, it's from a surf song. It's from a song before I was born. Yeah, it's from an ancient song. <laughs> you, you know it? Do you know it? <laughs> Are we friends? Do you know the song you've, cool? you've never heard? And, and, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I feel like he's a, he lives every, he's a citizen of the earth. Citizen. Okay, interesting. He's a sovereign citizen. See, I see, I see the narrator as like just having a fucking apartment, uh-huh. but like, 
getting DoorDash every night and leaving the detritus everywhere oh. because like I'm gonna die. This is my one night. Yeah, I'll worry about this tomorrow. And every night becomes the one night where they so their house just looks like a fucking garbage pail. Yeah, every he believes that every time there's a break in consciousness is a death. Uh, so he's like he's completely uh, presti- prestiged himself. Yes, that is he an has. orgasm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's, so he's, he believes that every day he is a new person. I see. He's 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 hugely Jackman himself. <laughs> huge huge Actman. Okay, cool, interesting. I like that. Um, okay. I think. Sure. So Why the fuck so not? So he lives in a shitty apartment. Um, he doesn't put much effort into it. Yes, I and think it's covered. He has to like wade through like five Just guys takeout Taco Bell wrappers. Oh, man, and, I want some Taco Bell. Now. That sounds so good to me. <laughs> Fuck, I want Taco Bell. I think I'm going to do leftovers for dinner and I'm so fucking not excited about it. I want Taco Bell. And I want it now. Get listeners. Yeah. If you want Taco Bell. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag live, live Moss. <laughs> <laughs> We're SpawnCon now. This is what we do on this podcast. All right. Well, we'll... <laughs> That's your fucking segment, you dumbass wheel. So wait, but he lives. What does he do during the day? So he lives one night at a time, right? What he does? He go to work? How does he pay for this apartment? I mean, he's a musician. He busks. Okay, he lives, right? Yeah, he busks. Or it's all about being on the stage. I feel like he, he like his family has money. Oh, sure. He's a little nepo baby. He's a little nepo baby. I feel like his, feel like his family. Because I mean, like this song's about gliding, easy breezy. Like yeah. a job, just fucking even busking will slow you down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. He, like, goes out, he spends the day, like, fucking sleeping, and then alternately, like, watching, like, streaming media and sure. playing video games. Yeah. Um, in, like, the only clean space in his house, which is, like, the, the video game chair and then the TV. Right. And he sleeps in the chair, too. Yeah. The gaming chair. The he used to sleep provided in Provided by Hidden Secret Lab gaming chairs. <laughs> but then he spilled, like, an XL cup of Baja Blast on his bed, <laughs> so he can't sleep there anymore. Yeah. So does he, uh, does he try and bring people home? I don't know. Because the song's about, like... An affair. Could be about a one night stand sure. or an affair. So he, tri- I feel like he tries and fails to bring people home. I, I think he brings them home, and as soon as they see the place, they're like, they're out, they're "Nope, out. yeah." And the ones who do stay are really you don't want yeah. you don't want, you don't want any of that. You know, I don't know that he even everything is disposable to this guy. Yeah. So I think he, when the house gets uninhabitable, he just leaves. He just fucking gets a new house. He with just his like family walk, fund. takes his shades and then he throws the throws the match. The, the match. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it burns up. Yeah. Does he All get the, the insurance money? He can't. After like the third house, I think the insurance company would catch on. It doesn't even matter. His family owns the insurance company. Oh my fucking god! Insurance magnates of Chicago, mm-hmm. the Bartelt family, the Bartelt family. Previous guest Kevin Bartelt to this podcast. Oh, there you go. His father owns an insurance company in Chicago. All things go. Hope we answered your question, Wheel. Now it's time to take an email from our friends, our fans, our sexy little sluts. This is an email from our friend, Mitch. Hi, Mitch. The Mitch is called, the Mitch is called, the email is called, solve this problem for me. Okay. Hey, boys. We'll put our brains to it. You got two of the best in the biz. Here's, Here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to sit down. We're going to figure it out. We're not going anywhere until we've solved this problem for our good friend, Mitch. Here's the situation as we know it. Whichever song you're covering when you answer this question is the song that Ed lightly but aggressively insists that the band bring, the band bring back the Naked Song recording session for. 
Jim and Tyler are tickled pink and exclaim that the idea is absolutely wonderful and it's what the band has been missing for all these years. Even Kevin Griffin is seen to be already nude in the corner, being inspired to write his next Juno Award loser for the band. <laughs> Every one of the ladies is nude, just like old times. A little older, a little respectfully saggier, but nonetheless looking to recapture that bygone era. A page gone by, if you will. Everyone is ready to reclaim the adult contemporary charts with this newfound chutzpah. Everyone, except for Kevin Hearn. Ed slowly turns to Kevin and exclaims, Hearn, you're not naked yet. Is this, is this some of that uh, like fan fiction that we were going to... It's a huge fucking <laughs> epic. What's the matter, little guy? Ed Coyley replies, Well, guys, I know we've all consented to naked recording in the past, but there's a reason the last one we did was back in 2003. That track wasn't even released on everything to everyone. The sounds that we captured were too much to bear <laughs> ed replies in a snarky manner <laughs> kev relax it's been nearly 20 years since your last incident it's now or never buddy now drop those pow trousers and let's get to work gang kev says don't say i didn't warn you kevin removes his clothing the area is quiet and stale as a dirty a dirty dusty room <laughs> a few minutes go by and all is well a collective sigh is released by the group as they gear up to record uh one night Kevin shyly walks up to his keyboard and rests his hand intimately upon the keys, leaning against them just enough that a note is never uttered, but Kevin knows that an iota of pressure would light up the room with the wondrous sound he knows so well through these mortal decades. Ed counts in as the recording begins. One, two, three, and then nothing was the same. Almost simultaneously, with Kevin's hands pushing down on the keys, his naked body begins to float above the rest of his beloved bandmates. His body gyrates violently but remains vertical and shockingly pointed. Heavy gusts of wind push sheet music and instruments alike as Kevin lets out a breathy groan to show his discomfort. In what felt like the blink of an eye, Kevin's penis begins to illuminate with a painful intensity that could blind bystanders if stared directly into. Kevin is able to utter one final phrase before losing full control. I told you it would be too much to bear! Suddenly, Kevin's body folds into the light and could only be be described as being spat back out in reverse he's finally achieved the form in which he knew would happen if he ever let his friends convince him to be naked again ed jim and tyler gaze in disbelief at the tyrannical mega beast that stands before them kevin has finally taken his faded form as kevin bjorn loosely translated from old norse as kevin hearn as a large grizzly bear the band is in shambles as they never believed they would get to this point having tempted fate so many times before as Kevin Bjorn is about to deliver the final strike on all three of his beloved bandmates, a figure steps in with a mysterious totem in hand that appears to hold back the beast. As Ed, Jim, and Tyler clear their eyes, they recognize the figure as an old friend and a welcome sight to behold. They see before them a naked Stephen Page as he screams, Excelsior! <laughs> towards the fierce Kevin Bjorn, which causes his totem to further illuminate and hold back the beast. Kevin turns around to his old friends and whispered, kept you waiting huh is steven able to protect his old friends from meeting their fate will kevin bjorn bring a biblical end to the world as we know it you finish the story decide the fate of your favorite band best mitch let me tell you that the one recommended google response for this is haha -ha. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and send that back to mitch right, right. now there you go mitch ha -ha. thank you great um okay so what do you think? Can Steve save the band? Nah. Hope we answered your question, Mitch. And that's another one down the tubes, Ev. What do you think? We done it. Good up. Good up. Um, what's going on with you? 
same fucking day. <laughs> Doing two apps at once is hard. Yeah, man. I don't we like get, it. To, we'll get back in. We'll get back in. We'll get back into it. We'll Nothing. get back in just in time to not to get not back in it. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. We've been we've been uh, pensioners. We've been like fucking on va- on vacation basically. Yeah, well, we certainly have. Um, oh, great story, Mitch. By the way. Oh yeah, very, very enjoyable. Fuck Mitch. <laughs> I laughed a I lot. Laughed. I laughed. I cried. All right. I well, felt good inside. That's all we got. That's all we got. Go, go, go see Sacred Space Bar with the uh, Insane Clown Posse. Oh, God. I hope. I wish. I dream of the day. And, uh, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a stupid I band. I emailed two bands already, and they're both like, I can't make it that night. Fuck. It's the, what are they doing? It's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Bare I think naked. a lot of people are out of town. <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. Try them. Okay. I'll give it a go. Well, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one week. week.